0: Welcome to Narrow Way to Broadway, a podcast for people of faith with a passion for the arts. Each episode is designed to foster community for the thespian and non-thespian and the believer and non-believer alike by navigating topics affecting the hearts, minds, and homes of artists everywhere. Thanks for joining.
1: Hey there, Narrow Way to Broadway community. Thank you so much for joining us today in the midst of these times. We hope that this prayer emboldens all of us to seek Jesus and therefore to seek justice. If you haven't already listened to this past week's episode with Quentin, please check it out as it's particularly relevant to today's climate and how it relates specifically to the theater industry. In his second letter to the Corinthian church, Paul writes, I am happy not because you were made sorry, but because your sorrow led you to repentance. For you became sorrowful as God intended and were not harmed in any way by us. Godly sorrow brings repentance, and that leads to salvation and leaves no regret, but worldly sorrow brings death.
0: Yeah, so the most profound way that we see this passage apply to today's world is with the tragic and enemy-driven instances of racism in our country. We see time and time again that at the crux of the gospel, Jesus calls us to recognize our sin and to repent. To see our flesh, our messiness, our deepest and most shameful parts of ourselves. To see it, to name it, and to turn from it. We do this in order to become more like Jesus. And this process is called sanctification. A common phrase used in today's Christian vernacular is to lay it at the feet of Jesus. However, part of me thinks that this leads to an apathetic and inactive Christianity a Christianity that justifies our comfort, our self-image, and our own selfish desires. If the crux of the gospel is forgiveness, then we must lay our sin at the feet of Jesus, not so we can ignore it, but so we can confront it alongside our Savior, actively, confidently, loudly, and relentlessly to the point where this earth looks more like heaven, a heaven that is reminiscent of Revelation 7-9 with, quote, every nation, tribe, people, and language, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, unquote. If we truly believe that this is what heaven is going to look like, if we believe that Jesus's life was the image to bear, then we must be a people to reject racism in all of its forms.
1: Now, this podcast isn't designed to make anyone feel guilty or targeted. Like we talked about before, Paul did not rejoice at the sorrow resulting from sin. He rejoiced at the repentance that resulted from the sorrow from the sin. The goal is repentance, not sorrow. However, we see in scripture that the sorrow is a necessary part of change existing as a result of sin and as an instigator for repentance.
0: I just started a book about racism in the church called The Color of Compromise, The Truth About the American Church's Complicity in Racism. Uh, In the very first chapter of the book, the author Jamal Tisby has an entire section entitled Why This Book Will Be Hard to Read. Uh, He highlights our flesh's fear of repentance and recognizing our part in the problem. He also says that progress is possible, but we must learn to discern the difference between complicit Christianity and courageous Christianity complicit Christianity forfeits its moral authority by devaluing the image of God in the people of color. Like a ship that has a cracked hull and is taking on water, Christianity has run aground on the rocks of racism and threatens to capsize. It has lost its integrity. By contrast, courageous Christianity embraces racial and ethnic diversity It stands against any person, policy, or practice that would dim the glory of God reflected in the life of human beings from every tribe and tongue. These words are a call to abandon complicit Christianity and move towards courageous
1: Christianity. So we want to take the time to pray today for three things, for individual hearts, for the church, and for our industry All three of these things have been enslaved by the lies of racism and have affected our brothers and sisters in a way that God never intended. We invite you to sit and really pray with us, recognizing that our prayers have the power because prayer leads to wisdom and wisdom leads to action. Dear Jesus, first and foremost, we want to pray for our hearts towards these issues right now. Lord, show us love for conviction. Break our hearts for the things that break yours and let our hearts be moved to tangible and effective action. Let us not turn away from what makes us uncomfortable, but turn towards and advocate for true justice. We pray for our friends whose hearts are heavy and tired with carrying the yoke of racism, having experienced it personally and profoundly since they were born. Lord, give them rest, make their burden light Convince them of the truths determined by you and not the lies fed by the enemy. Let them graciously hold the rest of us accountable to be more like you. Jesus, I pray for the hearts of those who have not experienced racism. Break our hearts for our friends, castmates, families. Let us use our freedom not as an excuse to do evil, but to stand up for your kids. Let us grow in conviction and not run away from what is right. Change our hearts, God, to look more like yours.
0: God, uh, I just pray for the church right now. Uh, Empower the church to stand up and say that the things happening in our world are not of God. They are not his will, and that it is essential to our faith to turn from injustice. It is not an option. God, embolden church leaders of every color and denomination to unite and fight for the cause of justice to refuse comfortability, and to embrace the measures necessary to reject the devil as he works through the tragedies of racism. I pray for the church body, that the church body can stand up as an extension of their faith and not in spite of it, that every act to combat our past will be reconciled as a result of the heart's change through you and as a constant conviction leading to action.
1: Lastly, we want to pray for our industry, Jesus with work that is so personal and specific, empower us to tell stories that accurately represent and provide opportunity for our friends of color. Like Quentin said, bring us to work that matters. Lord, help us as industry professionals rewrite the narrative that has been so easily adopted about Black America. Empower us as storytellers to write new stories or highlight stories that have been ignored for so long. Guide us in these creative endeavors for a better future. Lord, convict the theater industry for its inability to reconcile with racist behavior and point us to territory that is pleasing to you. Let us not stop until Broadway truly stands for authentic equality. We love you, Lord. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you all so much for joining us in this prayer today. Um, Philip and I, you know, being relatively new to the podcast game, we recognize that even though our audience isn't ginormous, we still do have a voice. And with that voice comes responsibility. So, you know, here at Narrowway to Broadway, we want to be a people of action, even if it is in the small everyday ways that we can provide voice for people who don't have one. Um, so what we would love to do is we're going to have a post on our Instagram page at nwaybway, where you all can comment voices of people you admire in this time, whether it is actors, singer-songwriters, authors, poets. We would love to just be able to follow and hear the voices of our Black brothers and sisters in this community. So please go ahead and comment. Um, We would absolutely love that. Also, we are going to be starting a, a public playlist on Spotify called Work That Matters. And the little artwork square of that is going to be the Narrowway to Broadway logo, so you can be looking for that. Uh, but we would love for all of you to add in songs um, and artists that you want to highlight during this time, um, especially if you are one of them. Um, and we want to support you. So, and we also are going to have a song in there called "Rose Petals," and it is by a group called Common Hymnal. Um, and this song is just all-encompassing what is going on in our world right now and we would really just encourage you to take some time and listen to that and to support them um it is awesome so yeah please go ahead and do all that we love you all so much and we will hear from you soon
1: thanks so much for listening to this episode of the narrow way to broadway podcast if you enjoyed listening please subscribe we release new episodes the first and third monday of the month for more information on what we're up to, follow us on Instagram at InwayBWay.